Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. This program is made possible in part by Francis Abbey, a listener like you who's backing us on Patreon. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more or go to patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky. The following audio theater is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. There has always been a gray area between the just and the unjust, the lawful and the lawless, a nebulous region where the trappings of authority share little crossover with the course of justice, and where those who attempt to shine light into the dark recesses of power are often the least expected. July 2012. After a recommendation from shady Las Vegas character Victoria Salkovich, professional poker player Jimmy Harmon has joined an exclusive private game in Los Angeles, one frequented by such luminaries as narcissistic film star Parker Wells and wealthy venture capitalist Anton Kreitzer. So what's the verdict, Kreitzer? I was just coming to that, Mr. Wells. James, I believe we'd be happy to have you join us. Our next game is tomorrow evening, the Beverly Palm Hotel. I look forward to it. But Harmon has an ulterior motive. Salkovich has insinuated that someone in that group may have been behind the death of Harmon's friend, Will Archer, a year prior. But his efforts to date have borne little fruit. I am curious, James. How are things with Mr. Kreitzer? It's complicated. I'm not any closer to finding out who in his circle hired Watson, who killed Will Archer. In his continuing effort to ingratiate himself to Kreitzer, Jimmy takes on an unusual courier task, a job that results in being confronted by a vicious gunman. My place was tossed. I got into a disagreement with a goon, called himself Malone, interested in our little prize. Looks to be a cop, but not on city payroll tonight. Did he... I've still got it, all secure, and I'm okay. Completing the assignment... Harmon shares a celebratory moment with enigmatic performance driver Eleanor Wallace, who also performed a complimentary task. Ah, Jimmy, there's a lot you don't know about me. Oh, I've caught the veiled references to your oh-so-mysterious past, Ms. Wallace. I'd be lying if I said that didn't add to your appeal. Yeah, well, the veil's there for a reason. Concurrently, Harmon offers his assistance to former girlfriend Robin Freeman, who is investigating a cryptic real estate group buying up properties in Boyle Heights, a group to whom Harmon believes Kreitzer may be connected. Their examination of the Cabal's hidden documentation proves both frustrating and illuminating. The list of shareholders and trustees is fairly straightforward, only I figured some of them would look familiar. Anton Kreitzer isn't there. Damn, felt sure he'd be on there. Shareholders are a Peter Norman, Howard Vex, and Charlie Crane, a Walter Evans, but that's getting down into minor shareholders. Crane. Crane. Like, ah, uh, that's it. Charlie Crane. It's a character. Parker Wells' first lead role. So maybe, maybe these are all aliases. Checking out the properties in question, the duo are captured by Malone, the corrupt detective who earlier pursued Harmon. But the killer's attempts to torture Jimmy for information are interrupted by an unexpected and fortuitous arrival. Three more fingers on that left hand, and I haven't started on his right. 
on, we've got to move. Fast. Uh, Eleanor, how did... Where did you come from? Jabberwocky Audio Theatre presents Quarrel, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, All That Glitters, Episode 8. Eleanor Wallace. Jimmy and I, we, uh, we've worked together. In parallel, anyway. Hang on. Need to get us west, across the river. Get down to 7th, back across. Damn, we've got a tail. What? Someone's on us. Red Subaru. Impreza. Can't be Malone, no way he'd be up and about. Must be a partner. Oh, he's good. Right on 7th, and... Damn it! What? What is it? Stop panel truck. Overheated, looks like. Can't wait. Have to turn east. Robin, Eleanor, Eleanor, Robin. Pleasure, Robin. Jimmy, sit back. You may be in shock. There's no roomy back here. It's a Mustang. Back seat's mostly ornamental. Hang on. That tail's still on us. Just need to get to Boyle Avenue. Go Whittier, across there. Doable. They're shooting at us! I noticed. Jimmy, take a look out the back window. Is there more than one person in the car? Why does that matter? I want to know if the driver's shooting, or if he's got a passenger taking that job off. I see, uh, looks like just one person. I, I can't make him out through the glare on the windshield, but I'm only seeing one shape. Uh, long hair? Uh, hoodie, maybe? Don't sweat the details. Key is, he's trying to do two things at once. Improves our chances significantly. Of course, he can still get lucky. There, one block up and we'll hit Whittier. That'll take us back across the river. <clears throat> They're turning after us. I, I grabbed my bag. Robin's gun. Should I try to shoot back? Don't be stupid. You may be many things, dear, but a marksman is not one of them. It's all right. I should be able to lose him so long as we don't run into any... Oh, yes. Oh, I can handle it. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Let's see if I can use it to our advantage. Ah! Truck, 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 truck! I know, damn it. Hang on. That'll buy some time. Just need to... Watch out! You know what I'm doing. Six Street Bridge coming up. Jimmy, is the Subaru still following? I don't... Wait, yeah. Doesn't look like they got caught in the crash. Making it around the truck now. Can't lose him until we get across the bridge. Stuck on here till Mateo. I wanted to take seven. I can't believe it was just last night I was standing on the same bridge with Anton. Right there. Yeah, gonna miss this bridge. What? What do you mean miss? Ah, getting close. Finish that conversation later. Almost to the end of the bridge. Hang on. Keep calm. This is what I do. Coming up on us. Okay. Damn it. You wanna close your eyes for this one. What are you gonna do? One more turn. All right. Allie should take us up to Palmetto. Don't think he was able to follow us into that turn. Wait, so that was... Yes, Jimmy. That was drifting. I thought you said you'd never... Never say never. Well, except you did say never. But I'll let it slide. Hey, what did you mean about missing the bridge? What? When we went over the bridge. Sixth Street. Oh. No, just a shame the city's tearing it down. Iconic landmark, not just for all the car chase scenes shot on it. Though that may be part of it. I shouldn't be that nostalgic. Only been in L.A. a few years now. Still, construction will be a nightmare for a long time, even if most cross-river traffic goes over the stack anyway. Tearing it down? But why are they... Oh, son of a... Oh, Jimmy, are you all right? No, I, uh, I really think I need to get to a hospital. All right. Probably want to stay away from the big ERs. There's a clinic a ways up ahead in Little Tokyo. They can set your hand. And small enough, it's not likely they'll look for you there. Who exactly is they? What? Who will be looking for us? It's not 
I, I, I don't know. It's just... Relax. No. Eleanor, you knew that was Malone. I didn't know you'd ever actually seen it. Look, it's it complicated. It's... I'm trying to... Never mind. You want to go to the clinic or not? Yeah, yeah. Any chance we can go back for my car after? Ha. Once they realize they've lost us, your car is the first place they'll wait for you. They. All we're trying to do yeah, is... I, I don't want to know about it. Any of it. Anyway, in that neighborhood, I wouldn't hold out hope there'll be much left of your car once you do get back there. Son of a bitch. Even my little POS? Not nice to say, but just how it is. Parts are parts. So... What were you doing there? What? Don't get me wrong. Totally glad you saved our asses, but uh, why were you there in the first place? Damn it, Jimmy. Don't ask me that. Just don't. You just saved our lives. I just want to... Don't get used to it. I'm no altruist. Believe me. I I don't know how many times I can say it, but I am not the person you think I am. Now just shut up and let me drive. I just want to know how. I said shut up, Jimmy. We'll, We'll talk later. There is a later. Coming up, Rich Davidson on sports. But first, it looks like we might be getting a break from this oppressive heat wave. I know I could sure use it. What do you say, Harvey? Will we finally be seeing some relief? Well, you know what they say, Gail. Be careful what you wish for. Now, in this case, we may actually be in for a North American monsoon, believe it or not. Now, all this heat builds up thunderstorms. That was all I could get out of Eleanor the rest of the ride. Dropped us at the clinic and sped off without so much as a goodbye. But you'd have to be blind not to see she was struggling. Should have pushed more, given the circumstances, but I couldn't. Not now. Okay, standard clinic fee, x-ray, anesthesia, realignment. Will that be going to insurance? No, I'm paying cash. Oh, um, okay. We, well, we do offer a slight discount for uninsured patients. Uh, here, let me get you the total. Doc did a decent job setting my fingers once we got in to see him. And it wasn't quick. Malone did a nasty bit of work. Knew what he was doing. Wondered how many people he'd done that to as one of L.A.'s finest. Supposed to come back in three weeks for them to take out the pins, but I'd be lucky just to get through the next few days. And do you have a follow-up appointment scheduled? No, I'll... I'll call. All right, hope the rest of your day goes better. Thanks. Robin waited for me. I'm sure not like she had a lot of other options, but it, it felt nice. More than I deserved. We're all set. Gotta say, medical care is not cheap. Kinda see why people do this whole insurance thing. So much for having a cushion of cash at the ready. That looks... Ouch. Yeah, but I'm on some pretty heavy painkillers, so I'm able to stay comfortably in denial about it. Let's go. You got your stuff? All my worldly possessions in one handy shoulder bag. At least until I can safely return to my apartment. Forgot how crazy hot it still is out here. Like hitting a brick wall walking out into this. News said there's a storm might hit tomorrow. Big one, apparently. Something called a North American monsoon finally break the heat. In July? That's crazy. Never rains in July. Still, here's hoping. Union Station's not far, I think. We can catch the red line to Studio City, go back through the White Bluff files, maybe find something we missed. Sounds as good a plan as any. So, Eleanor? Yeah, she's, uh, I don't know how to describe her. Really, I mean, we just met a few days ago, but... I see. Well, she clearly has a thing for you, too. What? Really? You think? Saving the day is more than professional courtesy. Yeah. Uh, hey, Robin, this isn't... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're not... No. No, I, I... I get it. I just thought, maybe... I mean, Robin, last night was... 
Well, you and I have history. Some pretty intense history. Water under the bridge, I thought, but this time... This time you show up at my doorstep pointing a gun at me? I think that pretty much maxes the intensity level. <sighs> okay. You... You said before how much changed for you this past year, and a lot changed for me, too. Not the superficial stuff, what we talked about last night. More, I've lost some things. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be... What lost? I... I need to tell you something. I wasn't totally honest when I came to see you that first night. I don't mean anything important. Not about all this. What do you mean? I said... The person who called me back at the start said it'd be in my father's interests for me to look into this. Then you said if they really wanted me to do what they said, they wouldn't have gone that angle. Right, so we figured maybe it was a blackmail thing. We got into the whole investigation, whatever this is. You didn't ask more about it, so I let it drop. Truth is, I haven't spoken to my father in more than a year, and I I don't think that's going to change. Whoa, I, I, I didn't know that. Is it because of... It's not about you. That's actually what what I was trying to tell you last year, when you went out to Las Vegas. You left a message, middle of the night, and I thought I could really use someone to talk to. But when I called you back, started to tell you what was going on, you got mad, started berating me about being daddy's little girl, and I couldn't... I couldn't... I am so sorry. I had no idea. It's okay probably wasn't expressing myself clearly, and you assumed I was... It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. I was so wrapped up in my own drama, I didn't even listen. Still adjusting to being a basic human being at that point, after all that time by myself. Isolated. Spending my time online, to the point I, I didn't know how to interact with other people. Well, it's done now. So, what did happen, if you don't mind my asking? No, I brought it up. It wasn't one big moment. It was gradual. I mean, there's politics, and seeing as that's literally what he does for a living, it's not like we could ignore it. But it's family. You avoid certain topics, dance around, put the blinders on to get along. Honestly, him being mad about you, I got. Gee, thanks. You know what I mean. That's him being protective, paternal. But it was a bunch of little things over time. Calls, people he was meeting little hints and things he'd say. I don't mean coded language things, though there was a lot of that, but more sinister. For the longest time, I ignored it, rationalized it, because if that's who he was, what did that make me? No, you, you can't... you can't think that way. Finally, I couldn't ignore it anymore. It wasn't that we were different or that we disagreed, but he was really... Horrifying, I guess, is the best way to put it. Involved in something awful. And I couldn't be part of that. That's when I bought that gun. I wasn't sure if the stuff he was into would come back on me or even what he might do if he got possessive. Wow. I really am sorry. Anyway, I don't know why I said I got pulled into this because of him. Guess maybe I thought that's something you'd understand. And if I told you what they really said you'd get the wrong idea. Or the right idea. What What did they really say? They said it would be in your interests for me to look into this. If I didn't, you would be in danger. Real danger. They did mention Victoria Salkovich. That was true. 
I just didn't want you to get hurt. I see. Yeah, only once David Turner got killed and the other started disappearing, I started to wonder if it was all some kind of sick joke. Hence, showing up at your doorstep unannounced. With, you know, the gun. Sorry. Water under the bridge, like you said. Only, this has just been a roller coaster. Look, let's say we just concentrate on today's problem. Deal with the rest later. What are we still missing? Okay, sorry. Neurons firing a bit slow. Painkiller's kicking in. Or the heat's getting to me. So, all right. Awful as that experience was, we now know the what, where, and how. Faking property values in Boyle Heights using the assessor, this Santoro guy, as their tool for doing it. We've got the proof, been there and seen for ourselves, but we don't know the who or the why. We know Parker Wells is involved because of the alias. We suspect he is. If we can confirm the other names or aliases, we've got something to work with. Don't need to have it all locked down, but enough so the cops or whoever can take it home. Not cops, since the guy who made my hand a pretzel is one of them. I mean, even if we manage to find a clean cop, Malone might intercept anything we bring him. Assuming he's not, uh, out of the picture after Eleanor ran him over, which I wouldn't count on. Not that lucky. Anyway, not a chance cops will go after one of their own. So, DA's office, maybe? The fact there's flat-out murder involved probably makes it appealing, so long as you paint a clear enough picture. Don't suppose you know anyone there, do you? Not personally. No, I don't think. Okay. Well, we figure things out. Maybe we also do some research, find out who to bring this to. Someone we can trust. Or who has a common interest in bringing it to light. Ambition might be more useful than trust. Wow, Union Station's way farther than I thought. Remind me not to offer to walk in 90-degree heat again. They've been trying to put a station in Little Tokyo here. Got a location and everything. Just haven't been able to work out a deal with the current owner. There's talk of using eminent domain if they can't work it out. Eminent domain? That sounds familiar. What is that? Where they seize property for public works projects. Oh, right. I remember now. At least vaguely. Just thought it was something the federal government did for highways and stuff. Didn't think about it being local in a city. Did you do that a lot? Sometimes. That whole Yoshino crossing complex a few blocks over was started with land seized by eminent domain to revitalize Little Tokyo. Guess it sucks to be the owner when the government can just come in and take your land whenever they need it. Well, they still have to pay you fair market value for it. May not be what you could get if you... Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. Holy... Eleanor said something earlier about them tearing down the 6th Street Viaduct, the bridge. You didn't know? Yeah, flaws in the concrete. Have to take it all down or it'll collapse with the next big quake. There's some competition to design the new bridge to replace it. Gonna be huge, apparently. Not just expanding the old bridge, but adding parks, public spaces, the works. Biggest civil engineering project since they built the stack back in the 50s. Do they have a finished plan picked out yet? Don't think so. Not like I've been following it. Just something I heard about a couple months back. I think they're supposed to have an announcement out this fall. Work with me here. If they announced this design competition a few months ago, then they've known about the problem for a while, right? So they probably also know how much space the new bridge and everything around it will take up, at least roughly. Or someone with inside knowledge would. Someone like Glenn Chambers. The real estate guy who was meeting with Joe Santoro. And who's working with Kreitzer on his 7th Street Bridge project. Kreitzer did say Chambers had contacts in city government. So... They buy property that'll benefit once the new bridge is built. Like buying land near a future highway exit. Once it's in place, you get all that business. Except that's not what they're doing. Think where that cold storage place was. Pretty much right in the path of where any new bridge would have to be. They're buying land that'll be worthless once the new bridge is built. What? Why the hell would 
would they do that? Because it's all land the city will have to seize to actually build the damn thing. What? Best case, it's a wash. You spend the money to buy it, you get back the value. Oh my god. Exactly. They get back fair market value, which thanks to faked property assessments is now, officially, in the city's own figures, ten times what they paid. But won't somebody... Someone would find out, right? Who? The L.A. County Assessor, Santoro, is in charge of giving the city the info on the land's value, the numbers they use to negotiate. And in the end, it all gets demolished, built over. They just need to hold out until the evidence is all buried under a shiny new bridge span and fancy green spaces. They'll make millions. Millions they're clearly willing to kill to protect. They can't afford anyone getting even a whiff of this, or the whole house of cards comes crashing down. So what about... what about Kreitzer? Is he part of it? I don't know. Way too much to be coincidence, so he's got to be part of it somehow. But what part? The way he talked about his plans for the 7th Street Bridge... Reading people is a big part of what I do, and I've gotten better at it the past couple years. He seemed genuine. So you think he doesn't know? Could be they're just using his money. Maybe Chambers is using the project as a smokescreen to justify the land purchases. Make Kreitzer think it's all about that. Jimmy... He may be sincere about fixing up the 7th Street Bridge and still know about this. Maybe use the proceeds to fund it. Doesn't prove he's innocent. And I already know he's got other schemes going on. That's what Eleanor and I were working on for him. Still, I mean, hot damn, we cracked it! Jimmy, um, stop. What? I thought we were... I mean, did I totally... No, you didn't misread anything. I just... I had some time to think while you were getting patched up. This isn't going to work. Us, I mean. What? I, I thought we were, you know, I mean, Robin, I... No, Jimmy. The past few days, we've been living in a bubble. It's been terrifying, exciting, mostly terrifying. But really, I just want it to be done. So do I. But you really don't. I don't mean you don't want to help get to the bottom of this. I know you do. But then you'll go off to the next crisis or whatever. This thing you're doing with Kreitzer or finding out about your friend Will, and then there's Eleanor. What are you talking about? I barely know her. I think you know her well enough. But that's not the point. You don't want me. Not really. I think you want me to want you, but that's not remotely the same thing. Like you said back when this all started, I know you. You'll never take the safe choice over the risky one. I knew that rationally, but today it hit me for sure. That's not true. Not at all. I just... Wow. <laughs> you, um, you really do know how to sum up a man's whole life in one sentence. Robin, I don't know how I... Damn. I'm sorry. I have to get this. It's Margaret Florian. Runs the poker game I told you about. Damn it. I can't... Hard to do this with one good hand. Margaret, how are you doing? Quite well, Mr. Harmon. I have you as tentative for our game tomorrow evening. Will you be able to attend? Oh, tomorrow's Thursday already. Uh, I really did have a fantastic time, but I've got, I mean, a lot going on. I don't think I'm up for... Wait. You know what? Scratch that. I will absolutely come. What? Excellent. We're at the Beverly Palm once again, Suite 327, starting at 8. And I hope you understand... While you are establishing credibility... Credibility is not the same as credit. I'll bring cash. Thank you for understanding. We've had some unfortunate misunderstandings in the past. I have to be especially careful where financing is concerned. Uh, I know the feeling. Got a boatload of money tied up in... 
never mind. But, yes, looking forward to it. Oh, wait a second. Sorry, I just thought of something. At our last game, Saturday, you said some players use aliases to stay anonymous. Does Parker Wells ever use an alias? Someone of Mr. Wells' celebrity could hardly fool anyone with an artificial identity. Not for very long. Oh, no, of course not. Uh, it's a silly question. So, anyone else? Mr. Harmon, I hope you understand discretion is a requirement for someone in my role. It would not be my place to breach the player's trust. And even were I so inclined, my position can be precarious. Sorry, I get it. I'm on some heavy painkillers at the moment, so I'm, I'm babbling a bit. I saw how Parker treated you the other night. Not someone you want to tick off. Let's not... Let's not rock the boat, all right? So, we'll see you tomorrow evening. You got it. See you tomorrow. Robin, I... I don't know what to say. Then don't. Really, I'm fine. We'll be fine. But thanks for not getting defensive. Not too defensive. But you're going back to that poker game? What if Parker Wells is involved in this? Or Kreitzer? Anyone there? That's why I'm going. The game's not public, but it's relatively open. Finding information's why I joined in the first place. This is our best shot. I'm just worried about you. I always was. Still am. Yeah, I, I know. And I do appreciate it, but... We still need to lock down the who behind it all. And there's no better way to do that? Maybe. Why don't you head back, go through the files again, find anything else we can use. I'm going to make a call, see if someone is willing to talk. I think I know who you mean. Just be careful. Seriously, not in a she-might-break-your-heart kind of way. More bullets flying through the air. Believe me, I've had enough bullets. And I'm sorry. You don't know how dependent you are on having a car in L.A. until you don't anymore. It's been a while since I rode the bus, but it got me where I needed to go. It gave me time to think about how I really had been fooling myself, letting the situation cloud my judgment. Much as I hated to admit it, Robin was right. I'd changed a lot the past year, but not that much. Not really. Pretending I had sure as hell wasn't fair to either of us. Still didn't make me feel too good about myself. Wasn't sure you'd come. Even less so the later it got. Think they're closing soon, right when it's starting to cool off. Was beginning to doubt my irresistible charm. Still not sure it was the right decision. Jury's in deliberation, and one holdout juror's making a strong case against. So, Expedition Park, the Rose Garden. Interesting choice. You know this place was built on an old racetrack? I'm sensing a recurring theme to our encounters of late. Thought it ticked all the right boxes. Public, not part of my usual routine. Less chance of interruption by digit-snapping interlopers. It's new to me. Never got around to visiting. Felt strange coming alone. Easy to get here without my own transportation, which is currently being stripped for parts. Ah, that old chestnut. And why not meet somewhere between the flowers and sunlight filtered through golden hour smog? Pleasing to the eye. Pleasing to the nose as well. Earning some points there. The subtlety is not your strong suit. Uh, subtlety is a luxury I've had to forego lately. Jimmy, I told you before. Oh, I know. I don't want to push, really. There are things you're not ready to talk about. But as I recall, you did say we'd talk later. Granted, the implication was much later. But again, I'm foregoing luxuries. I don't think what I know will help. 
Not in the end. I doubt that's the whole truth. But for now, let's just enjoy the Rose Garden till they kick us out. Then maybe we go somewhere cooler, finally get that long-delayed drink we keep dancing around. You keep bringing that up. And I still don't recall asking you to dance. Uh, it was in your eyes. I may not have a handle on subtlety, but you're the absolute master. A lack of subtlety might be refreshing. At least it's honest. Honesty's in short supply. And not just lately. And how's this for honesty? Here I am carrying all my worldly possessions in this bag, and I don't actually have anywhere to stay tonight. Maybe a bit too honest. Why don't we just start with that drink? See? I told you I saw it in your eyes. So the dance began. Me pretending I wouldn't press her on what she wouldn't say, her pretending she believed that, both couching it in the guise of being honest. But for the moment, I think we were both happy to play our game. Forget our troubles and enjoy the moment. Let that be tomorrow's problem. And just live in tonight. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, All That Glitters, Episode 8 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington, 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, Emily H. Gilson as Robin Freeman, Ariana Almajan as Eleanor Wallace, Tara Garwood as the clinic clerk, Lydia Craniotis as news anchor Gail, Nick DePinto as weatherman Harvey, Tom Kramer as Tom, James Whalen as Paul, Bob Hurley as the racing announcer, and Laura Rocklin as Margaret Florian. Recorded at Tulgy Wood Studios in Springfield, Virginia, with supplemental recording at a variety of independent studios across the region. Music by Brooks Tegler. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Hey, how are we looking on the next one, Paul? Hold off for now, Tom. No great bargains in the next race with five to one, one to two, and two to three odds for the only horses with a chance. Got it. Whew, feel like I dodged a bullet there. You know I always got your back. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? walk?